Hello and welcome to the DTS podcast. I am uh, Tony. I'm the one and only Derek. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hello. This is a, an unusual recording. Uh, we're doing the split second. Very little research. Here's the deal. Imprompt, impromptu, they would say. We typically record on Thursdays. Uh, uh-huh. Today is uh, Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday. Derek couldn't record on Thursday, and I cannot record on Wednesday. So here we are, last second, just throwing <laughs> shit against the wall and hoping it sticks. <laughs> yep, uh, absolutely. Derek told me uh, he told me uh, how much it how much does a polar bear weigh? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question, Tony. How much is enough a polar to break weigh? the ice? Let's go break the ice. Absolutely. So, so Derek, uh, Tony, Derek the first week of football happened. First week of football. Yeah, happened. That's true. Uh, and yep. your Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. fucking killed it, dude. Yeah. Holy listen. shit. Oh, let me tell you something. I am. I was not a Lamar Jackson believer. A lot of people told me that I was stupid to think that Lamar Jackson was the best pick in that first round draft uh, last year, 2018, the draft. Um, Baltimore traded up to get him. And they're like, yeah, he's going to be a good he's going to be a good pick. Took the Flacco or took Flacco's job. Flacco being the Broncos quarterback now. Right. Flacco, who is a pile of shit, by the way. Didn't play too great. As evidenced by the fact that the Broncos lost. Uh, but I believe, Tony, when did they take Lamar Jackson out of the game on Sunday? Uh, yeah, they did. Eventually. Halftime, motherfucker. Yeah. That dude was up 40 to nothing, I think. It was a goddamn blowout. Yeah, so... so- I've had Lamar this conversation Jackson. plenty of times over the last couple of weeks. Or I'm the last couple days. Right now, Lamar Jackson, I, I'm a believer now. Here's the deal, okay? It's the fucking Dolphins. I've been telling everybody that until week three against the Chiefs, don't in, believe in, in your Arrowhead. Team? Is that what I'm you're not saying? about don't, that. Don't in don't the, believe in the team. Don't not yet. And the Chiefs Why? don't even. That's crazy to me. Though their defense was bad last year, and it doesn't look to be any better this year. The so Chiefs, yeah, the Chiefs defense does not look very good. So it may not even be week three that I start to be a believer. But I mean, it. I just I just can't get behind it yet. Just being also, that pessimistic fan. What I love is them interviewing him and being like, How, you know, do you think you uh, silence the doubters of people thinking that you can't throw the ball and do all this? And he's like, no, probably not. But, yeah, you know, just not, not bad for a running back. Right. Like exactly. just fucking throwing it right at him. And I love that shit. Uh, it so, was good. I mean, I was in my house by myself watching it. Um, and as you do most things. I was I was pretty happy with what was going on. I couldn't well I could not be. fucking believe that he kept throwing touchdowns right away. I, um, man, it blew my mind because the biggest issue I had with Lamar Jackson last year was his accuracy. He well, yeah. was not hitting the receivers, and something he did change that. Well, but, and Marquise Brown, uh, I think he's a rookie this year, right? Yeah, Marquise he Brown was on fire. Yeah, on Hollywood, Hollywood Brown, they call him. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. Like, I, I just, I, I'm not telling you that the Browns are going to win the North. Uh, I'm still a firm believer that the, uh, you know, the 0 and 1 Browns are going to do that. But uh, the Ravens are not going to win the North. I will tell you that I am, uh, I'm a believer in the in, in the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, speaking of the Browns, you know, like I, I am a Ravens fan, and at halftime when they were up, I think it was literally like 42 to zero or something. Yeah, it's pretty um, bad. I switched to the Browns game because I was like, I want to see what the Browns got going on. And they sure. were, getting they were close. Ass- and then they oh, started getting their ass whooped in the second, uh, second yeah. half. So yeah, it wasn't pretty, you know what? More than anywhere in sports though, the NFL every year, there's such a huge turnover and so yeah. many unexpected things that happen. Like, 
the beauty of the NFL is what I think the opposite of the NBA is so far anyway, is you don't really get a lot of those dynasty teams. Don't take the fact that Antonio Brown signed with uh, the, the, the Patriots. We got to talk was, about that. I won't bury the lead, but just don't take that to, to be a sign that, holy shit, we're going to start getting people um, signing and making these, these mega teams. Right. There's really not a lot of that that happened in the NFL. Yeah. And so let's back up and talk about Antonio Brown for a second because, oh, oh boy, you know, don't subscribe currently to HBO. But sure. Hard Knocks is on the Oakland Raiders. It's a great and show. I almost want to either bootleg it or sign up because I want to know what the fuck happened with Antonio Brown. Well, I don't even know that that fifth episode showed anything. Cause no, I don't really know. F- I watched episode four um, yeah. the other night at the hotel. And it didn't really show a lot of Antonio stuff. He was there for it was it showed their preseason game in uh, Toronto, and well, Antonio was there, but it wasn't a lot about. That's Brown. kind of the problem is he didn't yeah. come to OTAs, he didn't come to training camp. Right. So you know, for for people that uh, have been buried under a rock in the sports world, Antonio Brown was on the Pittsburgh Steelers, really good receiver, probably one of the maybe best one of the goats. The yep, one uh, of the goats he, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's he had the opportunity. Bias. He had the opportunity to be one of the more recent people you would consider to be a goat. He had a pretty good stat line of eight catches and 50 yards and X number of consecutive games, which was like, it's crazy. But anyway, he goes to free agency and he gets picked up by the Raiders and no, no, no. He got traded. I'm sorry. I or traded. To be sorry. The yes, traded. He got traded for yep. two picks. Yeah. Not even a first rounder. He got he got given uh, two picks. Well, and that's uh, from your, the Raiders. That's your first strike right there, right? Is you get traded to the Raiders, and not even for what your value should be based on your production. Definitely so not. You you can tell right away there's some character issues, and people are like, okay, well the Raiders, you know, you got Gruden coming in there on, you know, a he's a hard decade ass. deal, and he's a hard ass. He's he can get this in shape. Derek Carr's a good guy. Whatever, whatever. So as the season starts to progress, the preseason. You hear about Antonio Brown. He's not in the uh, the offseason workouts, the OTAs. He's not in training camp. He is out there flashing, you know, not flashing himself, but he's out there Basically, doing Basically, it seemed things. like he was throwing dollars around. Exactly. Then right. he, become, he shows up to, to training camp in a hot air balloon, and then a, a week later he's like, hey, b- by the way, just I just want to be clear with you guys. I was over in France checking out the fucking, you know, La Pizzeria checking out the fucking Eiffel Tower, maybe fucking some bitches and getting some money, and I froze my feet, <laughs> yeah. so I can't do anything for a while. And they're like, oh, okay, sure, got, okay, yep. fine. Two yep. weeks later, then it's, yo, man, my feet are good, but this helmet, dog, I can't play with this helmet. Even though I knew this was coming for a couple of years, can't play without my helmet. I, I, I'm out. I'm, I'm a hard no. He's basically a being a, a fucking diva. A little and... bitch. He's being a little bitch. So... The uh, the Raiders clap back and they fine him a couple hundred well, thousand dollars. Yeah, I was which say there's one one more big thing that happened, which also voided his guaranteed money of like twenty nine million dollars. So what happened in lieu of that before that all happened was so the helmet thing happened. He went to arbitration twice about the helmet, correct? Trying to ask to get his old helmet back. They told him, "Fuck off! You knew this was coming. Go to hell." So fine, he signs a deal with the helmet people, but then. He calls the general manager a cracker and got into maybe a yeah. shoving match with him, which is what led him to get, uh, fined. get fined 
for X amount of dollars, which voided his $30 million in guaranteed money. And that's when he said, you know what? I'm good. Even though Antonio Brown kept preaching about how he's more than just a football player and it's not about the football and it's not about the money and blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, when the money went away, it sure became about the money. Yeah. So he gets, so timeline wise, I think he gets released on a Saturday. Yeah. Like early early on on Saturday. Saturday. Yep. Yep. And it's like, oh, he got released. Oh, no more guaranteed money. You know, he puts on Instagram videos of him watching Sports Center and learning that he got released and like running around all happy and shit. And Screaming then, I'm free like he was some kind of like slave. Uh, I wasn't going to use that word, but yeah. 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 But well, it, I think it, that it led was me clear. To feel like it led me to believe that he did not want to be a Oakland Raider. I would completely agree. I mean, so fast forward a couple hours from that. Boom. ESPN alert. Antonio Brown signs with the Patriots, the one team that could not possibly need more help winning Super Bowls. Everyone said, hey, he's going to go to the the Patriots, but we're all like, ha, 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 yeah, for sure. And then it happened, and we all went, why? They do that, though. I mean, they 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 get, well, they did it to Randy. They got Josh, uh, they did the Josh Gordon thing, right? Josh Gordon's back. Yep, and so it's like they kind of get these splash receivers, um, that that don't go anywhere generally besides Randy. And so, but man, if one Randy, team, Randy can, as in Moss for the people that don't know Randy Moss, Randy right? The goat, one of the goats, Randy Moss, Chris Carter, many me, and, uh, but bigger him. But anyway, if there's one team though, I mean, this is the cliche. Didn't need anybody. Well, yes, they didn't need anybody, but the cliche is if there's one team that can get somebody in line, it's Bill Belichick and the Patriots, the Patriot way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, the, he he's now gonna be tight lipped. He's not gonna say shit at press conferences. He's gonna say, oh, we're moving on to the next week uh, opponent." And, yeah. Uh, until until did you see what got announced just before we came live on the show, Tony? Nope. Lay on me. Uh, there was a lawsuit filed today against Antonio Brown okay. for a, a sexual assault charge oh, on God. a tra- on a trainer from Oakland. Uh, I, I didn't read into the the end of the details, so you'd have to pull that up on your end. But popped up on a headline right before I pl- plugged my phone in and left it away from me, so I don't have it right in front of me. But apparently, some kind of sexual assault charge is being uh, being thrown at Antonio yeah. Brown, um, which honestly could lead to the Patriots being like, "Dude, I don't want any part of this," and cutting him. Yeah, I'm sure that there's some sort of like uh, right of recension on these deals or something like that. Oh, it's gotta but- be. Let, let me talk about this, okay, because this is a personal feeling that I have that I feel like a lot of people have that doesn't get talked about, certainly doesn't get talked about on national TV like ESPN. <clears throat> but, okay, so these athletes, right, because of their athletic gifts, they get <coughs> excuse me, pushed into stardom. They get pushed into the limelight. They get millions of dollars. They're now celebrities overnight, blah, blah, blah. But quite a few of them just aren't very good fucking humans. And they have a sense of entitlement that is is just cultivated in them from like middle school, high school and onward that, you know, they get what they want because they're providing this service or whatnot. And do you ever just watch some of these athletes and the way they talk and the way they carry themselves? And you're just like, this guy's a fuck. He's a real fuck. Here's the thing that I don't like to do. And it's exactly that, honestly. But it happens, right? Because you see it happen. Um, The thing I don't like is a lot of these African guys, uh, and Antonio Brown is is an African gentleman. He's Um, a black dude. He's a black guy. 
he comes up from the hardships. You know, he talks about how he lived in a shitty household and, right. you know, dealt with so many kids. And, like, you would think that that would put a chip on your shoulder to where you are a little more grateful, I guess. And that's just my assumption, being a an asshole. Right. Um, I would guess that you would want to make sure that you don't fuck this up because you yeah. are that gifted. You have the ability to change your life and as well as a lot of people in your family's life. And instead of worrying about doing that by going and continuing to utilize the gifts that you've been given, you want to be a little bitch about going to Oakland, play a year, play, you play the one year you're there for yeah. and leave $30 million guaranteed. And then you go to, you go to the, the Patriots, 9 million guaranteed 15 yeah. overall, yeah. which tells you clearly that ultimately a, yeah, the money wasn't really that big of a deal, but two, he had no desire to be a part of that team. Yeah, he's taking it. But to my point, right, I look at Hall of Famers, okay? Sure. So that's that's really your measurement of how good these players are. So my yeah. stance is that it's not a black or a white thing because there's, there's stupid white Definitely guys not. In, in the Definitely NFL not too. That. But these guys, they come out and they're you know, like this and they talk like this and, you know, you can't understand sure. what they're saying. Sure. They They – are not carry themselves. Yes. They, they don't carry themselves very well. They hang out with shady folks. It's like none of those people going back 15 or 20 years are in the fucking hall of fame. Look at who's in the hall of fame. I mean, it's guys like Randy Moss that have a, have a good rapport and hold himself up high, even though he's kind of a diva guys like Chris Carter guys like, you know, Mike Irving. And I'm talking specifically about receivers, right? But the Lynn Swans, you know, the Shannon Sharps, the the Chris Carters, all these guys are not only the best at their jobs, but they're also like pretty good human beings. You see Seemingly, what I'm saying? Yes. Seemingly yes. And so to me, if I'm a GM of a team, I don't think that I would want somebody like Antonio Brown based I on I also wouldn't. Yeah. I mean that just seems like it doesn't matter how There's... good he is. There's a difference between something like Le'Veon Bell last year, where Le'Veon sat out a year because he wanted paid. Sure. And he made it known, I want money because I'm sacrificing my body and you're not going to pay me, so I'm not going to play for you. Right. There's a difference between that and Antonio being a bitch, getting traded out of Pittsburgh for nothing, being a bitch in Oakland, just to get signed to the Patriots, ultimately. I mean, there is no further definition than A, being a diva, B ring chasing and C somebody I wouldn't want on my team. And that's that like that's, it's a bad example to me with my other teammates. Yeah. And if you look at the Patriots specifically, so bringing this full circle, right? If, if my theory or my hypothesis is if you don't have these type of players, you will be ultimately more successful. Look at the fucking Patriots and tell me who on their team throughout this 15, 20 year run has been that guy that looks like an idiot in interviews. And they're very few and far between. The best thing that you could say is that the shots that the Patriots take on players like that is the wide receiver. It is the Randy Moss. It is the Josh Gordon. It is the Antonio Brown. So it's like, are we on to something here about if you get people that are more articulate, more intellectual, higher IQ maybe, you know, it doesn't really matter their background because there's plenty of dudes in the NFL that came from Real harsh shitty, backgrounds, shitty backgrounds that yeah. are not shitty people. I mean, Ray Lewis killed a guy. And well, seems okay. Y- well, 
I mean, Ray Lewis is probably the best example because he's probably looked at as like the most motivational player in the NFL history. I would agree. Um, but even but, but killed a guy. He killed a guy for sure. I mean, wasn't it's might an have, OJ might situation. have killed somebody dur- might have killed somebody during that Super Bowl. Outage, it's it's an OJ situation. We don't know. Yep. Um, but even even on the Ravens, I mean, you got uh, Ed Reed came up real Ed bad. Oh, he's man. great. Jonathan Ogden, the very first player they ever drafted, real bad history. He came up fine. And then you got guys like Michael Orr. That was a big deal and all that stuff. But I don't know. I don't know if we're on to something. There are but enough. There are here. The, the thing, the final thing I'll say about this is at the end of the day, I don't want to get to the point that we're in basketball. People were like, and it was a lot of white owners that were feeling that way is shut up and play. Yeah. And I'm not at that point. I'm really not at that point with Antonio Brown. My point with Antonio Brown is that if you are, con- if you want to be a football player, then I would like you to play football. Yeah. But on one hand, you are saying I'm more than a football player. But then when you get fined the same way every other football player would for the misconduct you caused, sure. you go, well, wait, no, I can't lose that kind of money. I'm Antonio Brown. It's, I don't give a fuck yeah. what your name is and the production you give. If you're not there to do me a favor and to play the game I'm paying you to play, then the job I'm paying you for is null and void. Yeah, it, it's an entitlement thing. And and. Who knows who's right and who's wrong? My my final point is that I just don't feel comfortable giving guys like that that don't show that they have a sense of decorum and don't show that they're at least civilized or you know that they they hold themselves to a certain standard in public. I don't want to give those guys millions of dollars, and make them famous, and then that's the role model that little kids have growing up, and those are the jerseys that they buy. Absolutely. Like, like that to me seems like a bad situation, but it's furthering bad behavior. Yeah, I agree. But um, I didn't know that we were going to spend you know fifteen or twenty minutes talking about sports at the beginning of this, but I told you I had a good icebreaker. Yeah, it was a good one. I mean, and we could we could talk more NFL. I mean, I could tell you I could tell you how bad the Broncos played. Yep. Um, I could tell you how awesome it was to see that RG3 come out as your backup yeah. for Baltimore and played really <laughs> yeah. well. Like that truly makes me happy. Like I wish RG3 would have played better in his di- in his days in Washington, but it is cool to see him come out as a backup and and not struggle. Um, yep. I could tell you that I was in Minnesota and dropped off two people at the Vikings game and they beat the shit out of the Falcons. Yeah, they did. I could tell you that uh, that Monday night game before the shitty Broncos game was a goddamn just a uh, one of the best games I've ever seen, you know, with right. Deshaun Watson, two two plays, scores a touchdown, go-ahead touchdown, 28-27, and you give Br- Drew Brees 30 seconds left, and you're like, eh, 30 seconds with old Drew Brees, probably okay. Guess what? Newsflash, wasn't okay. Will Lutz, 58-yard, <laughs> 58-yard field goal, and the motherfucker had the leg for 65. Yeah. And they beat the Tex. I mean, it was a hot and heavy first week of the NFL and I'm in it. I'm with it. I'm yep. pumped to have it back. I, for the first, I was talking to uh, this guy at work, my buddy at work and realized that this is the first time in like nine years that I haven't worked on Sundays. Yeah. Um, and we didn't I have to just... sink to the Magnolia room to watch the football. <laughs> I did used to do that back when we had direct TV Sunday ticket. No shit. Um, we did. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm at home on Sundays, and I really don't have anything going on. I don't have my kids on Sundays or anything like that. And if I do, I, I they have to be home by noon by football time anyway. That's just how it works. But So, yeah, I mean, I sat and I watched the Ravens game. Then I watched 
little bits and pieces of the other games. I I was on the the Red Zone channel quite a bit. Love that's love a cool. Red Zone. Yeah, love the Red Zone. Um, and I got Sunday ticket through my college for cheap. So it's like, damn, dude, the hot deal. It was nice. Like I said, it was nice. It, it is awesome to have the NFL back. I, I can honestly say, as both a baseball and a football fan, it, in 2019, the American sport is football. Oh yeah, period. it's way more. It's it way more interesting. It's, yep, it's, it, it's more fun to watch, it, and every game feels important. And the the fact of the matter is, whether it's a defensive battle, which it can be, plenty of times. I mean, the, the it was 10-3, first game of the season. Fucking Packers and Bears, ten to three. What a game! Defensive right. battle the whole time, and then you have the. 31 28 or 30 to 28 uh game of the saints and the texans the blowout that was 52 to 10 with the ravens and the and the dolphins i mean it just depends it, i i hate to be so cliche okay. but when someone tells you any given sunday that's some legit shit right there that yeah. you just every sunday matters yeah you're right you're right i agree i love football what do you say we talk about apples can I can I tell you one more football thing before we talk about some apples? Okay. Uh, Iowa, Iowa State game this Saturday. Oh yeah, we do need to talk about that. College game day. Yeah. College, college Ames fu- Day. College Ames Day, baby. Yeah. College Ames Day is coming. And as a cyclone, as a fellow cyclone fan, you you, sure. you like to align yourself there. I as a true cyclone fan, I am almost in tears excited about how important this is to my team. Yeah. Um, and I understand that a lot of people are going to take that away and be like, oh, well, it's Iowa that's getting the recognition. Motherfucker, this game is in Ames. Right. Which means they chose to go to Ames because they could have went to Clemson or wherever the fuck they were going to go. Yeah. They could have went there. Yep. But guess what? They chose to come to fucking Ames, Iowa to watch the goddamn Cyhawk game. Yeah. Lee Corso, Kirk Street, and the gang. That's a big deal from where this fucking program was five years ago. It's pretty cool. I mean, so I have a few things to say about this that don't even really involve the game. So sure. point of discussion at work the other day in our in our like little team huddle chalk talk thing was so like typically on game day, wherever they're at, whatever city they're at, they have somebody famous come out. Celebrity do, picker. Yes, exactly right. And it's like, well, who's going to do it from Iowa State? Uh, and we settled on Seneca Wallace. Great uh, call. I don't. I don't even know if he's still around, but I thought you know that's I believe probably he just opened. A, I believe he just opened a restaurant names, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's good ago. then. So that's probably, which is sad to say, that's probably the most famous Iowa State player in the last twenty or thirty years. Well, I thought Seneca would be great. Um, I thought you could go basketball. You could get the mayor in there. Yeah, because he'd still get the love. Yeah. Um, Dan McCartney. Maybe one of maybe the most famous Iowa State coach, yeah. Uh, as far as football goes, right. would be really fun to get in there. Also, George Niang uh, from Iowa State would be really cool. That's a little what a few basketball said too, but um, I just didn't know if it was that they were going to cross. Yeah, I just don't know they're going to. And that's why I think uh, Seneca or I mean, you get Todd Blythe, which Todd, Todd Blythe, Blythe was talked a, about. I mean, Todd Blythe is, uh, is great. I mean, one of the one of the all time greats in Iowa State history. Right. But yeah, I mean, if you're talking like the guy. It's definitely Seneca. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be him. Um, here's my other point, right? So, Carly, Carly and I have this group of friends. They have um, like primo parking passes and season tickets to Iowa State. Sure. Um, and so the plan, tentatively, as of like a couple weeks ago, was we're going to go tailgate 
with them because it's like it's in one of those lots where you your your parking space is like meant for tailgating, sure. and they they do it big. They bring a TV out, a grill, and all that different stuff, and uh, tents and all that. So that was kind of the plan. I've never been tailgating at a college football game. I've yeah, I, I don't think so I have either. Carly's like, oh, you're gonna love it, blah blah blah. Fast forward a little bit, and uh, well, it turns out Nationwide is gonna be there for uh, in sponsorship with High V. And they're doing a, a tent at the tailgate, um, like given out. And if you're a VIP member or whatever, you get like free beer, free drinks, stuff like that, uh, food. Sure. So then it became like, uh, well, you know, maybe, you know, we shouldn't do that with work there. And that could be weird because we know those people. So it was like, uh, well, let's figure it out. Well, fast forward to like today. I definitely got shafted out of this whole Did deal. Did you? Absolutely. I figured you would. She's like, yeah. uh, I have to, well, she does legitimately, she got asked to work at that tent for a little bit, but so she's going to do that. And then uh, the people that she was going to tailgate with, she's going to like go see them or whatever, but she got friends coming into town that are tailgating. And then she knows the people that. Um, is she an Iowa State alum or is she, she just is, that big of yeah. a fan? She That's is, what yeah. I thought. I thought she was so, an alum. Yeah. Yep. The, so the plan originally was her and I were going to tailgate and then we we're going to go home because we didn't have tickets to the game. So this g- gal that we know whose mom works for da- Danny Abbaugh, she got tickets. So now her and Carly are going to go to so the game. So now you're not going to the game or no. tailgating. Absolutely not. And Carly's absolutely going to both and giving you yeah. the, the old double stone cold middle finger. Oh, yeah. And because she's working at this booth, she's going to get free drinks, free Free food, Primo free everything is what she's going to get. Yeah, absolutely. So so she's getting the VIP treatment. You're getting the VIB treatment. Very important yeah. bitch. Yeah, no doubt about it. It pissed me off a little bit. I gave her, gave her the business about it because it did kind of piss me off. A little salty. I mean, listen, this is one of uh, – every Iowa, every Iowa State game is important, especially to me. Her, she but did, she did bring national- up this good point, right, was I am the type of guy that – big social situations i'm kind of awkward i get anxious like especially if i don't know people so if i know people not really a problem right but situations like that where like people are drinking it's getting crazy there might be like you know shit going down whatever i'm i'm like you know pump the brakes a little bit so she brought up a good point she's like this is gonna this shit's gonna be fucking crazy and now game days there it's gonna be even crazier because they're it's gonna be lit they're as the kids their uh tailgating spot they think is gonna be where game day's at so it's gonna be fucking crazy well, she's like i think you'd actually enjoy it more going to a completely different game they're on then they're opening uh tailgating spots at 5 a.m yeah yeah that's insane Yep. People are going to be shit-faced for this game by 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah. I don't think a ton of people. Like, well, they have to have enough people there at 8 because that's when game day starts. You know, like it yep. can't. It well, can't I think game is 9. Is okay, it 8 or yeah, 9? Sure. I, I Either way. I think they got to let people right. in at 8 because it is at 9 maybe. But, right. yeah, I mean, we could talk all day about how I got here, fucking deep dick by Charlie this week. I, I think that it is one of the more important uh, games for Iowa State ever, honestly. Um, we got real fucked last year, uh, on the road at Iowa. We have a great chance to come out and have a great defense and hopefully put up enough points to beat the Hawkeyes with all the national eyes on us. It's not on ESPN, which I'm okay with. Um, 
but we will be emanating from uh, Iowa State, which is just man, that's really a big deal. Yeah, I got Big Ten For, Network, so I mean, I'll, I'll probably watch it. On it's that, a, I think it's on FSM. I think it's on FS1. Fox Sports. Oh, game. I have that too. Which is yeah, it's, it was what the game was on last week okay. or two weeks ago. So, um, what was I gonna say? Uh, so two things I I kind of recalled. This is one of the first times I think I was listening to ESPN that both teams are meeting, and they're in the top twenty-five AP. I believe ranking. Iowa State got dropped from the top twenty-five, but yes. Oh, they were twenty-four they were at the beginning. Twenty-five of the week, I last I saw. Uh, I will double check here. Really oh, okay. Quick. Last I knew, Iowa State um, was uh, out of the top ten in the uh, AP poll. Well, I mean, they did have to go to three overtime. Well, they had to go to three overtime, so. and, and they, they had a bye. Which is always tough. It's yeah. tough to keep you, keep that momentum yep. going when you're not playing. Right. The other thing that I remembered is going back to the Ravens that I thought was a stat I heard that might blow your fucking mind. So, yes, they blew everybody out. Uh, they were surprised people, almost scored 60 points, whatever. So Justin Tucker is their kicker. Yeah. Been and that way for a long time. You know, you know Tuck, number nine, probably the greatest kicker of all time. I'm no nah, bullshit. I send, uh, yeah, pretty close around Vinatieri, Jason Elam. I mean, he's definitely in the conversation. Yeah, if he if he plays twenty years, yeah. like there's no doubt because he's he's right on those guys' heels and he's in his like ninth or tenth. I would year. agree. But anyway, um, so heard this stat right for the first time in his career, his whole fucking career, he had more points from touchdown kicks. Than field goals. <laughs> really? That's yeah. crazy. Do the math that's on crazy. that. That that is a that's a fucking that's a deep that cut a deep right cut. there. That, that is a yeah. deep cut. So, yeah, Iowa State has been dropped from uh, the top twenty five. However, they're still receiving ooh, plenty of votes. Um, they are yep. the uh, let's see, Iowa State is the highest receiving voter in the uh, AP poll with ninety six votes. And in the okay. coaches poll, Iowa State is let's see one, two, three, fourth in the uh, in the voting. So I mean, people are still respecting so, them, and they still have eyes on them. Iowa coming into the game ranked nineteenth through the AP poll, uh, which is pretty hot. So if we could beat a number nineteen yeah. team at home, I'm who do you? Got? I'm almost. I can't. I. I can't be unbiased here. I'm going with the Cyclones. I'm not going to be unbiased here. Okay. However, I think it's going to be uh, – I I really don't think it's going to be a whole lot of offense. I think it's going to end up being pretty close because um, I think they're going to fix try to fix that secondary. I'm going to go with 21-20 Cyclones. Wow, you're really hoping for a good game. I think that um... – Iowa is going to handle it pretty well. I think they're probably going to win by 10 points. Uh, I will give the Iowa defense with A.J. Epinesa look dominant. Dominant. Yeah. Uh, and sure. uh, Nate Stanley, six touchdowns, yep. no interceptions so far. Got the deep ball working for him. Uh, and that Iowa secondary looks good. And Iowa State secondary did not look so good this uh, that first game. So Well, in Iowa State, I didn't think. Purdy looked that that whole offense. When I, when they I don't played. know if it's Purdy. That whole offense and, and the offensive line looked bad. It 
it ain't really clicking. But they did have a bye, which maybe, maybe I mean, buy in the second week kind of sucks. Maybe but. helps. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think I think this early in the season it actually. Hurts this is them, but... the Iowa State Super Bowl, and I, and I understand people are Iowa fans always blame these. This is like, oh, this is the only game Iowa State takes seriously every year, as the reason if they <laughs> lose, that's what they say. But they're yeah. also quick to uh-huh. brag when the when the Cyclones lose to them, and they're like, oh man, Cyclones are good. We fuck whip their ass. So I'm 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 in the right. middle of it. Um, I don't want to have my heart broken. I really don't. Okay. Last year, I didn't feel super heartbroken. I just thought it was a bad game plan. But there's a lot yeah. riding right now. A lot of eyes. And it would be really cool to see the Cyclones come away with a win. So, let's shift our yes. focus and let's talk yeah. about Apple. Go ahead. So, today Apple had their conference, uh, their annual conference, more geared towards their hardware. We've sort of covered this in the past. Uh, podcast iterations but so they announced quite a few things series 5 apple watch they announced two new iphones the iphone 11 and the iphone 11 pro um, there's a pro max also there there okay, is okay. yeah i mean they didn't specifically show it off but yes so technically three Thank phones um, then they uh, talk about some of their service offerings and as we talked about, boy, it must have been a couple, at least a few months ago. Apple's really trying to get into the service game. Um, so they announced Apple Arcade. Uh, they gave more details on Apple TV Plus, their streaming service that they're going to have. And just some other miscellaneous like iOS and software uh, kind of stuff. So I figured we kind of blast through some of that sure. real quick. But we're going to start talking about how in our previous podcast last week, we both agreed that Apple has this conference has kind of been a stinker the last few years. Every iPhone is basically the same. Um, it hasn't changed, and this year is not that different. It's the same body style. It's still got the hump at the top for your face ID and shit like that. And the real big change is they're going to a tri-camera system, which was he- heavily was rumored already. They did ex- yeah exactly. They, they didn't and go away from behind yeah, the they industry. didn't go away from the the uh listen. We talked about this before in that same I think uh time frame. The iPhone or I'm sorry, the screens that are out there on different phones are holy fuck gorgeous. And yeah. That was my big thing that I was hoping for honestly. Even though we're not getting a new phone, new camera sure, new processor always, but if you can if you're going to throw in that hot new screen, I might consider it. And guess what? It's not. Well, they have a pretty good screen. But it's not an OLED. They're calling it, it their Super Retina or but whatever. But it's not an OLED. But, yeah, I mean, but it, yeah, it is. It's basically an Show OLED. Show me a Samsung phone that looks as bad as that iPhone. Ugh. Samsung's have a lot well, more color. Period. Uh, done. That's that. what I'm saying. Until iPhone yeah. gets to the point that they're getting those screens, come on. Billion dollars. Yeah. They make billions of dollars. And you're giving me shit still. And I still want to buy it. This is dumb. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so let's go through the big ones. So iPhone 11, kind of their flagship phone, 700 bucks is where it Cheap. starts. Cheaper this they year. They got a bunch of different Cheaper colors. Cheaper this year. Cheaper, specifically, the, the I mean, origi- that was yeah, the, the point. The regular. They wanted, to, they wanted to get sub 800. And they did it by a dollar. But... Uh, that was the thing. So that's going to have a double camera system now. You know, 
it's fine. That's going to fit probably a majority of their market. But then they, they have the iPhone 11 Pro. They showed off quite a bit about that camera, um, like full movies being shot on that camera. Uh, it's got this tri-camera system where in conjunction with this app you can buy that Apple is sponsoring, you can record multiple focal lengths at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, Derek doesn't care because he doesn't do here's that the, shit. No, but I mean, here's your, the thing. Your homemade sex videos here's are going to look great. I'm talking about a phone. Tony, a phone that I've come to. Yeah, but I'm going to be able to take the best shaft shots. Listen to me when I'm talking to you. I don't need a tri-cam <laughs> to get a good shaft shot. You understand what I'm saying? Because that third, that third camera is just going to make my penis look that much smaller. So what I'm telling you is unless the fucking cam- the phone is going to give me the fastest possible processor or the um, yeah. the best screen I could look at to check out all of the dude on, I mean, girl on girl, <laughs> whatever it is that you watch, whatever <laughs> it is that you're going to yeah. watch for porn, unless you're giving me that, then the phone is not a thing you're upgrading. You're upgrading a I'm fucking just saying, camera though, that I don't care about. I'm just saying that with three cameras and the new iPhone Pro, I can take three shaft shots at different focal lengths at the Listen, same time. Listen, until you're fucking... That's a threefer. <laughs> a threefer shaft is all, is just, is all fine shafter. and dandy, but until you're giving me the opportunity to record a, a brand new, and I'm talking brand new, three girls, one cup video, I don't give a fuck what kind of phone you're giving Ooh. me. God, do you remember that? Yeah. That was in the infancy of the I'm internet. S- I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm unfortunately remembering it now, but yeah. You get yeah. That's when you Listen, couldn't find like everyone liked around. ice cream back then. Oh God, <laughs> we can't go down that path, dude. I mean, we we really test the boundaries, but that I cannot. I can't. So all authorize. I'm saying is that giving me a new iPhone and the biggest upgrade is a new camera. I'm not buying your phone for a fucking camera. It's disappointing. I'll give you that. Now, all that said. I do subscribe to the Apple iPhone upgrade program. Basically, you're leasing your phone out these days anyway. You're paying for it over 24 months, and they have this program that if you buy it straight through Apple in conjunction with your carrier, every year, after 12 months at least, you made 12 payments, you can trade your phone in and get the new phone. Um, So I've already set mine up for like the pre-pre-order, if that even makes sense. Um, so I'll be, I'll be ordering one on Friday, getting it the following Friday. Mm. Okie dokie. Moving on. Um, Apple watch five kind of cool. It's got an always on Ret- display. Is that a, a retina um, display versus what in the series four? Cause I've got a four. Um, I don't, the same I don't display? know those details. I think well, it's the same display, but they explain that it has some sort of like always on feature screen. Yes, it's got some sort of layered screen where it can go between 1 hertz and 60 hertz. And uh, because of that, they can manage to do the always-on at a very low refresh rate and not compromise the battery or some such shit. So that actually is pretty cool because I can't tell you how many times, like, I I try to look at my watch from an off angle and, like, it doesn't turn on. You're in a series what? You're rocking a series 3? No, I got Do you the four. Have a four? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Quattro all, right, all the way. Uh, the thing I want. But, okay, so can I, can I stop real quick? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah, you really feel like it. you get the use out of your watch that you want? 
I mean, the whole reason no, I no, ever no, no. bought an yes Apple Watch no. was for notifications. Yes or no? Yes. You do? Yeah. Okay. I my intent was never to like use it as a workout. We were supposed to say no. We were supposed to say like no, that. so we could talk about it. Tony. Okay. Hold no. on. Let me. Re- I'll redo it. Okay. It's fine. All right. Ready? No. Ready? Here. Here's what I'll say. That can segue. No. F- shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> I get the use out of it that I want, which was your fucking right, question. Right. I asked the question. You gave okay. me the answer. You're correct. Do I utilize anywhere close to all the features? But no. are there enough features to be utilized? Listen, when I open my ESPN yeah. app, even on my series four, it sits there and spins and doesn't up like refresh as fast as it should. I it's know. a fucking nightmare. Like there's yeah. no reason that I shouldn't. I'm paying on ton of money for this thing i should be able to watch espn on this fucking watch and i can't i almost exclusively use my apple watch just for like i use my apple watch and... to look at the time and to check when my wife texts me when the coconut texts me that's what i'm doing that's funny that's that's pretty much it yeah, yeah like i look at the weather i use the timer i use apple pay through it but generally speaking, yeah, like I don't use hardly anything. Now, what I think is going to change that, that they did not talk about, unfortunately, is Apple's dedicated app store that they're getting um, and supposedly launching later this year. That, independent of your iPhone app store, I think is going to be pretty cool to have developers specifically develop things for the, the Apple Watch. Uh, remain to be seen. Okay. Yeah, I just, right. There's nothing here. like I remember sitting on my couch watching announcements for the iPhone or Apple in general yeah. and trying to refresh CNET to see, okay, what the fuck's the next thing they're going to show me? What, 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 what's going on? And yeah. this. You can't do it anymore. Dude. I no, The wife, for the wife texts me and either. goes, hey, what happened to the Apple event today? And I said, I don't know. She goes, really? Nope, I have no, and that's yeah. never been me. I am always on. T- I was walking through a Toys R Us at one point with her, refreshing. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Apple events going on right now. I'm trying to figure out what's going on." New shit that's happening, funny. and there was nothing. Well, and we called it last week, where you know they make everything sound amazing, but not a lot of shit's actually happening. I think the highlight, the hardest part, is that we're never going to leave event. it. I mean, really, we're just, it doesn't matter whether no, it sucks or not. We're, we're in there. the ecosystem, yeah. like, we, and we talked about that before. Yeah, we, it, listen to the catalog. You, we, you know we're what? through this, but but either way, whether yeah, it's we're Apple whether apologists. it's shit or not, we're going to stay with it. Yeah, and f- for me, right, technology wise, I get so much more out of upgrading technology for like video games, computers, things like that. Um, you know podcast equipment shit like that my phone i don't really care because to be honest i don't think that i would use the things that like all your flagship samsung lg huawei phones have it's it's not really for me i mean the screen might be nice but i don't use my phone to multitask i don't really use my phone to game uh more recently i have but it's like I'm really not even using my phone for everything it can do, let alone my right. Apple yep. Watch. No, you're you right. I, I, I'm with you 100%. Um, what else on the Apple event? Anything? So else I think the Apple biggest news. Time? Yeah. So I think the biggest news that that actually got the most attention besides the iPhone is there. So they announced Apple Arcade uh-huh. uh, that launches on the 19th. It's five dollars a month for a family subscription. Um, 
they got some heavy hitters on here as far as developers and they announced like a couple launch games and stuff like that and this is kind of what you expect like an alternative like kind of gotcha game sort of thing but they have names on here like um konami cartoon network uh let's see i saw a couple other big ones here platinum games uh ubisoft uh capcom so bandai namco there are some there are some names on there man okay he's gonna here's, snore again here's folks. no he literally cannot <laughs> fucking add to a no, conversation i'm, I'm sorry all. here's here's the thing is tony how many subscription services do you have uh quite a few man i mean Probably Let me ask you a different question. Tony, how many video games do you play on your phone? Couple. Okay. How many video games do you play on consoles? A lot. Okay. So, Tony, yeah. does spending five dollars a month on a mobile game platform sound like a plan? So can I can I also tell you that not necessarily given, telling me that Konami a developer who hasn't made a video game on a console in years is a part of your mobile platform. That doesn't do a goddamn thing for me. Well, so what that tells me is that there might be ports of classic games, but you know, we won't get into that. Um, Here's where I'm at is they announced that it's, you know, it is primarily mobile, right? Your phone and your iPad, but it's also going to be on Apple TV. It's also going to be on MacBook. Um, or their their Mac. And I will OS. say, five dollars a month, very very reasonable cost. Yeah, they're not trying to fuck you. I mean, what else could they possibly? Clearly, charge? they're not trying like, to fuck me because there's nothing to fuck me with. <laughs> there's ideas well, there. There's nothing to actually fuck me with. I I think that I'm interested in maybe like doing. It's the like trial. when you talk about um, how you got this big old dick, and then when you finally whip it out, you're like, well. It's cold, man. What do you want me to say? I was at a pool. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's where I'm at personally is Apple TV 4K. We both have that, right? Um, it's it's a pretty good piece of hardware when it yeah. comes to games. And Apple has leaned into taking some of these like game ports or like older games and being able to play them through the Apple TV. So like I played Chrono Trigger through the Apple TV. <sighs> I played one of the old Dragon Quests through the Apple TV just because they were they were good cells and you could do it. And I had the Steam Steam controller. Oh, well, the, they're not Steam controller. The uh, the, the Apple controller. The MiFi yeah, controller. But the beauty yeah, of this exactly. is, yeah, I think what you're getting to is that Apple is now going to get smart and they're going to allow you to be able to sync up an Xbox and PlayStation controller. Yeah, yeah, to to your phone or yeah. your iPad or whatever it is you're playing. Correct. Yep. Yeah, they're they're going to be opening up Bluetooth pairing from other devices. Currently, they use something called MiFi, which is like Apple's got to have their own shit. You know Always. what I'm saying? But um, so I'm telling you though, like as I'm I'm in the the niche of the niche, but playing games through the Apple TV is really kind of cool. Listen, so I'm just I think I'm at there. the point right now, right? And uh, we've talked about Stadia a little bit, right? If yep. Apple Arcade can do a stadia style streaming service and give me not necessarily console games but console quality games on my Apple TV with a synced up controller. I'd be way more into that, which is not what they're doing right now, but tell me that doesn't sound way cooler than what they're doing. 
Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be It's like not that. because I mean, there's how many – Tony, how many iPhones are there? These, these I believe, are downloadable games. Well, and how many iPhones are out there? Apple Arcade. Oh, millions, millions and millions. So they're they're not going after the console gamer. They're going after the mobile gamer. Yeah, but they're and, not. And realistically, I mean, if they're not. They're they not bringing they the heat. don't need a high. Well, they don't need a high retention rate. You're right. I mean, you know, you do the free trial. Maybe by the second or third month, you realize you're not using it, and you cancel. Like they've made a fuckload of money over, over that. So, sorry. The other subscription that they're offering, though, is Apple TV Plus, and I'm actually kind of boner fied for that. Derek is not fucking paying attention. He's talking to the I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm yelling at my wife. She unplugged my fucking phone. She unplugged my iPhone to plug in her goddamn okay. phone. And her phone's, yeah. I guarantee you, at a higher fucking... Listen to no, me. No, Can... no, no. Yours is at 27, mine's at 26, bitch. What the fuck? Listen, Tony, can wow. we have a real, okay, can we have a real life... Domestic situation. Can we have a real life talk right now? Where's Newton PD Wait, Can we have a real life talk right now? When you unplug yeah. your phone versus your wife's phone, do you look at what percentage each other's that and see who's got lower percentage? <laughs> is that a thing? Uh, yeah, okay. probably. I so. mean, that's that's got to be like a normal thing, right? Like everyone's like, no, 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 motherfucker, mine's at twenty seven, yours at twenty six. Mine goes on before yours sure. now. Like, I don't know. Alternatively, you can just have two chargers. Two chargers, Tony. That's ridiculous also alternatively you could be like a normal person and not have a 20 percent battery at eight o'clock listen don't judge me right now right. anyway so apple arcade i'm out on now this next thing i love all things tv even though i don't have enough time to watch any of this shit but also that right. man, listen that fucking steve carell jennifer aniston show looks banging oh yeah man so apple um, tv plus that's and, it just kind of works with the morning show. Yeah, they call the, it it kind of works in the ecosystem of what we already have, right? As much as you say, I'm not paying attention. Like I think having a $5 a month service with something I already have built into my television sounds way smarter, yeah. right? So being able to have I, that opportunity to watch generated shows or shows that are produced with the money that Apple has sound up my alley. Right. I'm, I'm into that. And we talked about it when they originally announced it back in March. Um, some heavy fucking hitters, you know, coming coming aboard some of these celebrities. But the big the big thing here is that it's five dollars a month. I think that is lower than almost anybody. And we thought foresaw. we thought Disney Plus was trying to undercut the cust- you know the customer with what seven or eight bucks a month, right? And yep. Apple TV comes in at five dollars. Now it does benefit the fact not only that, but they're giving it away free. Oh. Uh, through the launch date in November first, awesome. if you buy an iPhone, uh, if you buy an iPhone, I'm, iPad, MacBook, well, whatever, any any new Apple product, you get a year of but Apple TV. Even Plus so, free. think of this, right? So you pay sixty bucks a month for Game Pass, or sixty bucks a month for uh, Gold or PlayStation Plus. Yeah, sixty bucks a month for this. I mean, you won't even feel five dollars a month. You're not going to feel it. Sixty. You know? He's he meant to say a year, but I said well five dollars yeah, five dollars a month, sixty a year. You're not gonna you're not gonna notice it. Yeah, but you kept saying sixty a month. Oh, I'm I, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, this is what happens when you get distracted. I'm not distracted now. I I was just not paying not paying attention to my words. Okay. Um, the last thing I'll say about Apple TV Plus is they had a pretty extensive trailer for this show they have called C, uh, that starts Jason Momoa. Um, did you see that trailer? 
God, he just downed some whiskey. He's downed a lot of whiskey. <laughs> okay, so C S E E, like I can see Derek about to choke himself. Uh, stars Jason Momoa of Iowa fame. He's and, from Norwalk. Uh, he's from Norwalk, correct. The premise of this really struck me as like it's a post-apocalyptic world where people have lost their ability to see. Oh. And all of a sudden, <laughs> he's still struggling. <laughs> that was a lot of fucking whiskey, dude. Was that Jameson? No, that was uh, that was Weller. Weller 12-year. Uh, Woodford? No, Weller. Weller? Is, it's a wheat base? Oh, it's Weller, a wheat okay. whiskey? Yeah. That's correct. Oh, fuck. Um, okay. So, long story short, they can't see... They start having babies that can see, and it becomes a big deal. But you should check it out. I mean, it was, it was pretty banging. And, I mean, uh, I like Jason Momoa. You know, Jason Momoa. Yeah, I like Jason Momoa. The wife likes Jason Momoa. Yeah, he's hot. I'd fuck him for sure. The wife would also fuck him. I would fuck him with her. Well, if she if she wanted, she probably she like if if he could only fuck two people, but it had to be at one time. And it was you two. You'd be okay with it. She'd probably... I mean, if we got picked... I mean, she'd know. probably be okay with that. As long as you covered up your, your, your weenus. I don't... She doesn't want to see your penis, but if she's just watching you get railed by Jason Momoa, she'd probably be okay with it. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to look you in the eye again. Well, I definitely couldn't take my dog to her to get groomed Yeah, you're anymore. definitely not taking the dogs to the groomer anymore, if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the sacrifice here? I got to fuck Jason Momoa. She'll be... Oh, great. But I can't get yeah, the dogs groomed like, She'd be anymore. taking care of Cubby, like, clip... Yeah. Clipping him up like, ha, 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 I saw your dad get yeah, fucked. Cu- Cubby uh, bear, watch this. I'm going to fuck you like a <laughs> dad got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's bad. Oh, boy. Okay, bad. anyway. But yes, um, Apple TV Plus for $5 a month. I'm honestly, I'm probably in for it because that's really cheap. And I'm, yeah. pretty, co- I'm pretty cool with that. Oh, yeah. I'm totally in. What I, what I think is probably going to happen, too, that Apple TV's kind of been, or Apple's really been leaning into with their current iteration of Apple TV is that I think you're going to see some um, team-ups with paid subscriptions, sort of like Amazon does with HBO and Cinemax and Showtime. I think Apple's going to go down that road, and you can bundle it for a couple bucks cheaper or whatever as part of your Apple well, TV+. Well, the ecosystem so. part when it comes to Apple is, if you can give me Apple Arcade, Apple TV+, Plus, Apple Music, all into one, because what, yeah. what do we pay, Coconut, what do we pay for Apple TV, or I'm sorry, Apple Music? 15 bucks a month? 15. You give me twenty for all three. I, yeah, I, would you not be into that? Uh, not me personally because I don't pay that. But yes, you don't pay for Apple Music. Uh, I, I pay five dollars a month through you my college. I'm telling you, dude, you gotta you gotta enroll. Seventy seven years old. How do you get college funding? Yeah, you're right. I know I'm right. Anyway. Trump, Trump gives I, it out. I'm, I'm really into if they can roll that all into one uh, purchase. Um, I'm into that. I don't give a fuck about Apple Arcade, honestly, uh, unless you give me an option kind of Stadia-like, but I am into I love all things right. television and movies and that opportunity to be able to, oh, look, this movie's leaving Netflix this month. But guess what? If you have a Hulu yeah, or Apple, Apple TV, TV it's going to be there. So it doesn't really matter. Like, hey, I know you haven't watched Bronson yet, and it was on Netflix for four years, but it's going away. However, on the same day, it's going to go to Apple TV+. Plus. It's like, so I can still watch it if I really want to. Right. Uh, so next thing up that I had here was that uh, article about the WWE splitting from from Disney. I don't know if we wanted to just skip that. It's not. I mean, it's not really news. It's not surprising. 
you know, Disney bought Fox. Fox has stock right. in WWE, whatever. Yeah, I guess the the real Reader's Digest here, the too long didn't read, is that Disney uh, came out and basically said that it was a mutual decision um, because WWE doesn't really match up with the content that they're trying to provide sure. through their new streaming platforms um, that uh, they, they call it quits. I don't, I don't, this and is not a... the fallout of that is that, well, the fallout of that is that uh, no longer could WWE be backed by Disney uh, in their infrastructure. So they had to redo their streaming platform, um, which has now started to really suck. Well, here's the thing is they, they changed out the layout of everything when they went to 2.0. And I think they thought that what they were doing was really trying to streamline everything, but instead people have gotten so used to what that network was. I'm not trying to be one of the old curmudgeons, right? But they truly did not really make any quality of life improvements on the WWE network 2.0. And people have made their voices heard about that. I mean, think about it this way, right? ESPN Monday night football, their new little down in uh, distance logo was yellow. And the internet freaked out saying, ESPN yellow is only used for a fucking flag. And yet you make your, you make your down and distance yellow. And by third quarter or fourth quarter of that first game, they had changed it. That is listening to your audience, making shit where you can't even search properly or fast forward properly in the WWE network. That is alienating your audience. that. That part is true. That has been frustrating. I mean, I've been going on a on a wrestle. You're on a binge. binge. You're on a binge. And they they do give you these like checkpoints of like, okay, this is this match, this is that match. But you get there and you realize that you missed like you the promo definitely got to you, you got to rewind like at least two and a half minutes. Oh man, it's it's a bad deal. Yeah, for sure. Um, Let's uh, let's get into uh, our realm of gaming here oh, real sure. quick. So Borderlands Three yeah. is getting some uh, some advanced review feedback, and uh, it's looking pretty. Did deep. you see the big uh, hubbub? I will say about Borderlands Three in their review codes. No, so Borderlands there? Three was only uh, allowing uh, preview builds of the game for people to be able to play. You have to, you had to request that and certain big name sites, Kotaku being one of them was, uh, not offered one of these, uh, review codes. Um, they said it was due to a security purpose, but a lot of people were kind of like, well, maybe this is because the game's bad. And yeah, they just don't want to get shit on. So kind of the way that Bethesda does things, Bethesda gives out review codes to a lot of streamers. And not a lot of big yeah. name uh, video game websites or uh, or, or uh, journalists, if you will. Um, and people are kind of right. thinking that maybe because of the whole Randy Pitchford thing, that's why they weren't giving out codes. For those of you that aren't familiar, Randy Pitchford Ooh, yeah, Randy definitely Pitchford. dropped, for the smallest part of it, dropped off a, uh, a USB thumb drive. He lost it in Medieval Times. The Medieval Times people found it. The thumb drive had, uh, you know, underage porn on it. No big deal, but everything was fine. Uh, I believe Randy right. ended up getting that thumb drive back from somebody by paying them, but the story still got out that what was on there was underage porn or some kind of porn, <laughs> and that he talked about that on his magic uh, podcast because he likes magic. Anyway... Yeah, so not not to condone condone underage porn because I don't, but 
what the fuck are you doing these days? You're in the technology field. Why are you keeping shit on a flash drive? What the fuck is wrong with you? Apparently, he thought that the magic trick that she was performing was so incredible that he needed to save it. I believe is literally his words. Wow. But anyway, so Uh, yes. God, we have to get back to Battlefield Borderlands 3. Not Battlefield 3. Borderlands. Comes out on the 13th. Borderlands 3 comes out Friday. The reviews, I believe, I want to say it was like an 83, 80, 45 on Meta. Okay. So, and that's pretty hot. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, uh, GameSpot and IGN both have it at eights right now. Um, that's that's pretty, pretty hot. Decent. I mean, I mean for a, a game that has yeah, they the, haven't had a new game in Borderlands since 2010, 11, 12. I want to say it was right around yeah, there. Yeah, twenty eleven. I think was Borderlands it's two. It's been a while. Um, yeah. Well, and a lot of these reviews, while they're giving pretty good scores. They're undercutting that by basically saying, like, hey, this is more Borderlands. Like, this isn't. They're not changing the recipe. new. You know? Right. It, exactly. it is, hey, remember Grandma's pumpkin pie and how you haven't had it in seven years? Here's Grandma's pumpkin pie again, but this time she put whipped cream on top. And you're like, this is fucking yeah. great still. But it's still it's the same fucking just thing. Cra- crazy weapons, yep. crazy mods. Stories. Like, it's everything wacky, you expect from a Borderlands Stories game. funny. Guns are great. Yep. But it just feels a retread. So I know we talked previously that this is like a day one pickup for you, right? This is a day one pickup for me. Yeah. I mean, is that that's still okay? I don't know that it's going to be for me. Um, well, you also have a hell of a backlog bigger than might I be. did. I mean, my backlog's big, but yeah. I'm trying to thin it out. Like I beat Control. I'm really close to beating Bloodstained. Madden's just kind of hanging right. around. You've, I, you like you saw? Have, I think did you pick up Fire Emblem? No, I'm not doing that. I got I did buy Fire Emblem off a friend of mine for thirty bucks, which is a great deal because okay. Nintendo games never go on sale. That's true. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'm going to be able to finish Astral Chain before Friday or Saturday. Um, Wolfenstein Two, I'd like to get back and be. You keep saying so, you're going to play it and you never do. I I usually I, I think get like you an should probably push. I think you should probably just stop trying to play it. I think I'm relatively close to the end of Wolfenstein 2, so I might just need to hammer hammer home. I don't know. I mean, you tell me. I'm at the part where, like, I had the option of killing Hitler. You're close then. Yeah, yeah. uh, that's that's close to the end. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You're close. You're probably three to to five hours away from the end. Yeah. You know what? Talking about that game, though. so good. I play things like this on kind of the casual mode. I don't really want to challenge. I like the story, and I want to feel like I'm fucking dudes up. Yeah. So I'm playing on casual Listen, there's mode nothing wrong with the equivalent playing, is in Wolfenstein. There's nothing wrong with playing a game on easy. I, I finished Youngblood on easy it, because the fucking boss is too hard. Yeah. It makes you feel very powerful. Like, I ha- I use the shotgun, and they have that mod that gives you three rounds per shot. It's like a triple triple shot, basically. Are we? And- Good. Sorry. Fucking dudes up. Are are we dads? Are we so much dads at this point that like when our dads are playing video games, we're like, oh man, just play it on easy. It's fine. We're just kind of fucking around. Like, are we at that point where it's like the <laughs> the difficulty is not really a, a a thing that we want. We just want to be able to enjoy ourselves. So playing it on easy is like this is definitely what we want to do. Well, maybe so. I mean, but I think it's also a timing thing for me. A- that is what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I got a lot of shit I want to play, but also more to the point is, you know, back in the day, games didn't have like six difficulty modes, including like bend you over, fuck <laughs> you in the ass, come down your throat and 
do it all again in in front of your mom. I forgot South like, Park had that option. Yeah, I forgot that, that was a exactly. difficulty option. Yeah, like they didn't have New Game Plus Plus Plus. You know? Yeah, New Game so, Plus Plus, I fucking just, rock it in your ass. Here's the other thing, too, that is just the God's honest truth is games have evolved so much with graphics and storytelling and stuff like that, that if there wasn't a good story behind a game, there are a lot of games I just would not have played. Well, and here's here's um, I, I think so, you and I, you, you, I think more so have become definitely the same style of gamer I am, which is a story mode gamer. Um, so my my question to you really quick is if you had to if you had to pick a time frame or how long to beat what is your ideal how long to beat for a video game you can Um, give me a a range of four hours i'll i'll give that to you so here here's where i'm at and this isn't gonna be the the exact answer you want but in my book i want to play a quick game or i want to play a long game you don't want the middling ones so like don't really want like the 20 or 30 hours. Okay. Like I want a red dead where I'm going to play for a hundred hours or I want a game like Celeste that I'm going to play for like six. Yeah, I'm in the, t- I'm at a 10 to 14 kind of range is where I would say like 10 yeah. to 14 is the sweet spot, right? Like 10 means I can rush through it, beat it pretty fast and be okay. 14 means I'm going to get some good uh, exercise out of it mentally. I'm going to enjoy the story and I'm going to enjoy what I'm doing. Uh, I, I'm with you on the long yeah. ass games and I know what I'm getting into one of those, but if I'm, I'm also okay with, see, I'm, I'm kind of everything. Like, do you remember firewatch? Oh yeah. That was a good was game. Like two hours long, three hours long. And yeah. I think I bought a day one. It was like 20 or 25 bucks and I would never go back. Cause that game was great. But when it comes yeah. to the journey, yeah, journey is a fucking great one. Um, everyone's gone to the rapture, which, uh, my oldest daughter bought on accident when she was messing around with the PlayStation. And I got refunded the money okay. for it, and I still got the game anyway because PlayStation say, let me right. keep it. Great option, yeah. you know. And when I can play the Gone Home, another great option. You know, those games that are under yeah. ten hours, under five hours, even I'm all about because I feel accomplished. I'm getting told a story that I know people gave, you know, cared about to tell me, um, and it's not. I'm not crunching, but if I feel like, yeah, to your point, twenty to thirty hour games. Once you hit fifteen to twenty you're ready for it to be over. That's exactly what I was just going to say is there's a bunch of games and that happens with games like huge triple A's like red dead two and stuff. Like I got to the point in red dead two where I was doing so much shit. And then I realized I was like halfway through the story and I was ready for the game to be done. So I started blasting through it, you know, and I get to that point where I just hit the wall and I just, I just have to put the pedal to the metal and finish it off. But it's um, only more of a necessity. It's not even fun at that point. Yeah, exactly. You're kind of forcing yourself to do it because you want to see how it ends. Um, My problem with games that go 20, 30, maybe 40 hours is it's it's enough that like you're investing a lot of time and then it kind of ends and you're like, I want more. Um, So a game like that that's got me recently would be like Borderlands 2, the remastered one. Oh, yeah. That was, you played a lot of that, that. That's your 30 or 40. Yeah, that's your 30 or 40 hours, typically. I put in, like, 50 or 60, including the DLC. Well, and even... Um, you, and I wanted more. You gotta but. think, 30 to 40, even at a, at a, a less-than-average gamer, if you're playing 30 to 40 yeah. at two to three hours a day, that's still gonna take you less than two weeks to finish, which is ultimately right. not that long. Yeah, and I, I, I am not a two to three-hour-a-day gamer not at all. by any means. I mean... 
maybe a couple days a week I can do two to three hours, but you know, I don't mind 10 to 14 hour games like you're talking about. Um, Astral Chain is going to be one of those and I'm fucking loving yeah. that game. Um, but it has to, it has to kind of stay fresh, but I, I've been liking more of these short experiences, the, the Celeste, the Steam Worlds, the Cupheads, the blah, blah, blah. I know. do love a game that I feel like Messenger. I can finish within a couple of days. And it's only because as a father sure. and you, you can concur that there's just not a lot of time in the day, not enough time in the day to balance all the things yep. that you want to do. So when you can go, yeah, I play this game for two weeks and I beat it in 10 hours. Like, great. You played an hour yeah. a day. You had a good time with it and it didn't overstay its welcome and neither did you and you're done with it. And that's okay. Yep. Yep. So anyway, sorry, uh, I digress. Let's see. Borderlands three is going to be great. Reviews looking hot. What else? Yep. I don't know that we really have anything else to talk about. Gre- you had mentioned the face off. Well, remake. yeah. Greed falls comes out this week. You should look into that. Tony. That's that a, is. it's a Witcher like game. Um, Oof. and people are really giving some good reviews to that game. Okay. So I put in for a review code for it. I don't think I got one, um, but that's okay. Uh, I, I put in for All a right. review code for it, but, uh, I should teach you how to do that. Um, yeah, the face off remake is apparently being helmed by the guy that's doing the Sonic, the hedgehog movie. Gross. That sounds terrible. Cause he clearly makes good decisions based on the fact that Sonic looked who, awful and who is the re- 20 who's graphic. the 2010s or 2020s version of Nick Cage and uh and John Travolta? Oh boy, I mean, who is John Travolta? Who's getting all the cool big roles? Probably Chris Pratt. Okay. Um, you know, like he's kind of getting all like the the good what roles, about a, good, good What about range. a Ryan Gosling Chris Pratt? Well, face-off movie so i was gonna i was gonna say um i was gonna say ryan reynolds could be oh, like a pretty crazy guy yeah. he could be a nicholas cage type of crazy I, I, but keanu, uh, keanu can't figure in any of this i don't think keanu's crazy enough i don't think he, he acts well enough to that's kind to of the pull point. that off i mean not just not to say nothing about nick that's kind of the point isn't it yeah maybe um right. i don't know who else could be Nowadays, Tom Hanks or or uh, John Travolta. Uh, what's Tom Hanks have to do with that? Oh, did I say Tom Hanks? Sorry, uh, uh, Nicholas Cage. Because I was thinking, I was thinking okay. Tom Hanks as a crazy Nicholas Cage would be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but they're both really old, so that wouldn't make any sense. But I was like, yeah, crazy no, Tom like... Hanks sounds amazing. You know, I don't know. I mean, I think. Like I think we just named a few people that came to mind. Chris Pratt, Ryan Reynolds would be good. Um, Ryan Gosling wouldn't be pro- probably horrible at all. Christian Bale? But I don't. What about I just, Christian Bale? Nah, he's too old. What? Man. Yeah. Tom Tom. Holland. I think he, I think he could really get into that method acting. Tom Holland, though, like of of Nicolas Cage. Ooh, too young. Uh, boy, I don't know. It's a good yeah. question. Either way, Face Off Remake, that sounds awful, and I'm excited to see whatever they do. I got to tell you, though, I watched Face Off so many goddamn times back in the day. I think uh, I was fucking in love I've with that movie. I've seen it only a couple of times. I've only seen it a couple of times. I I was a big Nick Cage Were fan. You? you know, like Gone in 60 Seconds, well, 8mm, uh, Con Air, Face Off. I think the coconut was a... Matchstick what Man. About a, oh, match, oh, you want to talk about a movie? Yeah. 
Matchstick Men is a movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I was on a Nicholas Cage Ca- kick. Catch back me in the if day. you can. Oh, that's not him. But catch me if you can. Also, a great. No, movie. That's right not, that's same, Tom Hanks. That's again. the same time, same time frame, but really a great movie. <laughs> What's the deal with you, Tom Hanks, <laughs> Listen, man? I like Castaway. I like to- catch I me like if you Tom can. Hanks. I mean, I go from yeah. I go from Catch Me If You Can to Big, Wall Street, Forrest Gump. I mean, but that's just now now I'm on a Leo kick. Yeah, that's true. Leo's good but too. Raising Arizona. I think um, the Coconut Wife liked uh, Raising Arizona quite a bit. Yeah, that's a good one too. I don't know, man. Should we wrap? Yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, uh, what about any? Have you played or watched anything that you really want to talk about? Still like an astral chain. Yeah, I mean, that's really all I've played. I've been watching a fuckload of old wrestling stuff on the WWE let, network. Let me let, going through the WrestleMania. Let me ask you this question as we're talking about wrestling really quick. And it's fine. I, I kind of want to get off of this tangent. Um, a couple of different things. One, I know you mentioned you yep. want to do a wrestling podcast. And I told you the last time, if we do a wrestling podcast, we're going to reboot mine. Ring of discussion. We're reboot the ring of discussion. Is that something you want to do? Yeah. I, I mean, I watch, I watch the weekly shows. I, I, I'm I might going to watch. The I might add you to the ring of discussion. Facebook channel then. I mean, okay. All right. Uh, Is that like an active thing? I mean, Gabe tried to delete it the other day, and I said, uh, "No, we're trying to, <laughs> we're trying to, we're trying to reboot this thing." However, if we, if you're, we, yeah, dude, you're out. You're like number two on Google. If we do this, it. it means we have to like sacrifice one episode of the DTS podcast. But it's fine. Um, why? Because I mean, I can't do three podcasts a week. That's too much. No, you're Re- wrestling. That, also, wrestling is only a once a month kind of topic. You, it can be a short one, and we can just record re- it on, on the listen, back. Listen, wrestling is a once-a-month kind of topic, let me tell you. There's, yeah, there's no not, reason there's to talk about it more than that. Um, I don't know how what culture wrestling does it. But. I, I, yeah, what culture, I'm not sure what they do. Um, but I will ask you this question as you've watched so many WrestleManias. What has been the most memorable match so far? And give me the wavelength of how many what WrestleManias you've watched so far. 20 or 21 you started? So, uh, well... So I went back through like from the very beginning and I watched what you might call like the iconics or like the must watches, you know, like the, the ultimate did you, warrior. Did you Hogan. use the lists I sent you or did you just completely disregard those? No, you know, I don't know. They weren't very well formatted for mobile. Like I pulled up that one that you sent me on Reddit and it was, it was really hard to figure out what he was trying to tell do you. Do you have Reddit? But anyway. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, so I went through like, the first 10 WrestleManias and kind of just watch the, the big title matches, whatever. I, I like the spectacle of WrestleMania. So like the mid teens, when they started to get into like huge Coliseums, 70 or 80,000 sure. fans, those were the ones I kind of the liked silver dome, the big entrances and the silver dome. Yep. Exactly. They were in, uh, the Arizona, they were in Miami for one, whatever. But so most memorable, for me personally um, was uh, back in the day, Stone Cold, Stone Cold versus Bret Hart. Um, or I'm sorry. Take that <gasps> back. Take that. No. Back. I didn't watch that one. I watched personally live as it happened. I watched the Iron Man match. Um, listen, you listen, you asked me what the most memorable one for me is memorable, meaning that I remembered it. I watched the Iron Man match between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. That was a big deal for me back then. Sure. Um, to the goats. 
the one, the two matches that I liked the most so far, I'm up, I'm up through, I think WrestleMania 24, 25. I think I'm going to get into like the, the heavy John Cena's and Daniel Bryan's and um, mm. stuff like that pretty soon. Okay. But I really, I thought you skipped really ahead, to, I thought you skipped ahead to 30 or 31 at one point. No, I'm, I went, no, cause you, uh, I did watch a couple from that. You, say time, you watched but, Seth Rollins uh, come out and fucking steal the championship. With the money in the I bank. did, yeah. Just because I saw an article that was like, oh, these are what I need to but watch. That, that is a hot match. Like, that is a great yeah, ending. Yep. Um, so, Stone Cold versus Bret Hart, where he's just bloodied up in the sharpshooter and he basically passes the out. the greatest match of all time. It's up there for sure. It's real it's good. Really good. Um, what I think so far is the greatest WrestleMania match are the back-to-backs with Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. Well, there's three. You um, haven't watched the third one yet. Okay, there you go. Sure. Well, they, The yeah, third okay, one being right. Triple yes. H being the special guest referee. Yes, exactly Not a right. good one. Um, those first two? Yeah, post-retirement those match, Those first right? two were so good. They were really good. I mean, Shawn Michaels is my all-time favorite. <laughs> like, I just grew up sure. with them, him and Big Daddy Cool Diesel, Kevin yeah. Nash, and Scott yeah. Hall, and Razor Ramon. Sure. Like. Yeah. So well, and there's the been some fun dress up versus the de- like the white versus black, light versus dark. Yeah. I mean, there's so many layers to what they're trying to do there. And yeah, that first match is something, but that second match was really, really something. Yeah, and you know, for I don't know how, but I got through my entire life so far without seeing that match. How. So when. Michael's just like is grabbing onto him, begging, and he just fucking he slaps gave him. it all to him. He gave everything. Yeah, that he, was... They should they shouldn't have done a third, but that second match, boy, does it stand up. Yeah, really yeah. well. That was good. There's there's been some fun ones that I kind of watched, like uh, Hulk versus no, Vince McMahon fun. was funny. No um, one was that. No, it wasn't good. I mean, Vince versus Shane street match was. Oh, uh, was that seventeen? So, yeah, somewhere yeah, around did there. You watch yeah. the. I mean, they kind of Stone Cold the Rock but... match that year. I did. That's, yep. That's. Um, and then they had another one like a year or two. They've later, had one right? at fifth. Um, boy. There were they were a couple. I want to say it's apart, fifteen, like... nineteen, and twenty, or fifteen, seventeen, and twenty, that they've had those matches. And yeah. The the Rock lost the first two and then beat. Uh yes, I watched all three. Stone Cold, uh, the the last one. Yeah, I mean, here here's something that happens when you're watching these like consecutively that is really unintentional, is that they. So are you? Can you hear me? Because this is going to be important. I can hear you, but my headphones broke. Oh, that's funny. That sucks. These Um, are Bose headphones. So yeah, I can tell they're going to need some glue from China on that. Anyway, go ahead. So what you notice when you're watching them consecutively back to back for the most part is that they have a lot of the same things that happen in these matches, especially between the same players. So it's like if you're watching it two years apart, like they actually happen, you would probably not notice that. Tony, you know, you know, there's WrestleMania every year, right? Yes, I know. But I'm talking about they skipped with Stone Cold. Oh, sure. The The match wise. Yes. Yes, exactly. Thank you. If you're watching Stone Cold and The Rock in 15 and then you watch in 17, wait two years. Yes. You may not notice this, but they start the match the same. 
They swap finishers several uh-huh. times. Like it was the same thing a couple years but later. It doesn't matter. It sells. No, dude, it was so good. So, so. good. And, and that second one where they were both just bloody the second, fuck up. Again, X7 is probably the greatest WrestleMania ever. I think it's the first uh, TLC yeah. match. Um, it's got that first yep. Stone Cold and the heel turn. Uh, there's there's a lot of big firsts in that. Uh, X8 is yeah. great. Uh, WrestleMania X8 is Stone... I'm sorry, The Rock and... Uh, and I don't know. X8 is The Rock and Hogan. Oh, I did and watch that. that is a hell of a match. Because that's on the... It, it's a little corny. It is, but the crowd you know? getting into Hogan and turning him face yeah. and turning the rock yeah. heel is the double turn of that year. Yeah. The Hogan stuff after WCW, when he came back to WWE, wasn't, it wasn't really for no, me. I bad. mean, it was very gimmicky. You know, like, oh, I'm going to do the, the thing with yeah, the hearing yeah, yeah. and you're going to hit me and I'm going to pump yeah, up and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to knock you down and, and flex on you. like I'm ugh. telling you, once you hit WrestleMania 20 where you had, I think that was the Bret Hart and uh, Vince McMahon match. I can't remember. Or if it was Ric Flair or Vince McMahon match. I can't remember. But once WrestleMania 20 happened at yeah, Madison Square Garden, beyond that, I, I, the, the other WrestleManias between 20 and 30 were kind of, very, were kind of lackluster. Yep, but, I agree. Um, I like the spectacle again, but... Rest, yeah. re, again, if we're going to reboot a wrestling show, though, we should save this for most of that. But I love wrestling. You got okay. Stone Cold showed up last night on Raw, stunned AJ Styles. Great shit. Love it. It was, <laughs> was awesome. Good, yeah. Undertaker showed up tonight to do Undertaker shit that doesn't. Listen, to me, The Undertaker is a great spectacle, but it's not going to give you ratings where Stone Cold will give you ratings. I was thinking that too because the Taker, you know, he's big, he's imposing, but he, it's a one and done. He's slow, he's methodical. It's one and done. He was he was kind of reminiscent, and then Sami Zayn bombed in on him, and he choke slams, and that's it. It was all right. There's nothing, not a whole, not a whole yeah. lot going on. Anyway, uh, let's wrap it because my balls are sweaty. Okay. My knees weak, arms are heavy. Oh my god! Vomit on my sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Uh, so the old uh, the old shotgun edition of the the DTS podcast means that we'll be back again next week. Um, right. With that being said, we've got a big game coming out this week. Borderlands three. We've got the uh, WWE Network pay-per-view. That's Night of Champions on on Sunday. Sunday. Big deal. Every championship getting defended. Uh, What's the the match you're looking forward to most real quick? I'm looking forward to the the Rollins-Strowman stuff. So they're going to defend their titles, but then they're also going (laughs) to fight each other. Um, I think that'll be good. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that. The uh, the Miz and uh, what's his name Nakamura Chinsuke, yeah. yeah that should be a good match. Chinsuke's I think. great. Uh, I I like him. He's funny. Um, I don't really. I mean, the women's stuff is kind of intriguing. Yeah. Um, I like this angle that Sasha and and Bailey are taking heels. as heels. So yeah, hard hard heels, man, for sure. Hard motherfucking heels. Yeah, I really am. Every time I see Charlotte not, Flair, I'm really upset that that her boobs are so. Lopsided. You're not into Kofi and it, Randy. Not doing it for you. I I think it's a little overplayed, and you know, I, I think that they were playing the um like the he went after his kids card. A little I think too I'm hard. most excited about the King of the Ring finals. Honestly, I didn't even yeah, see who won yeah, it. Yeah. I didn't even know. Last I knew, it was Baron so, Corbin, and I did not look to see Chad Gable was supposed to fight Elias. Elias got hurt. 
I didn't see. Yeah, so the way they the way they spun that at the beginning of the show is, you know, Elias broke his ankle so he can't perform. So Shane is going to find somebody to replace him. Chad doesn't get a bye. Um, so that is all going down post starting this podcast, so I don't uh, know what I'm happened. I'm going to try to look up if but, I can because it's after 10 o'clock, and I'm going to see if we can find out really quick. Because I kind of need to know. My guess is he brought some. He brought either Ricochet my, or someone. My guess back. is that Shane McMahon put himself in the fucking match, and Shane McMahon won. Oh god! And then it's Baron Corbin versus Shane McMahon. That's honestly what I'm expecting. Let's see if I can fold this up here real quick. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Shane's kind of done. I kind of think you're wrong. Uh, let's see here. I don't know if it's going to show me Masked Garden live. No, I don't want that. Uh, let's go. Let's see. Hold on. Give me. Give me Vamp here real quick. Go ahead. I got the horses in the Okay, that went pretty sandy real quick. <laughs> how about that would be a good thing for him to do though? How about a who? <laughs> that should be something that he does. He should get on there and be like, "I got the horses in the bumper." Okay, let's see here. Uh, let's just do a little little Adam Sandler. Two hundred five live stuff. Oh, I guess SmackDown ended at nine, didn't it? I gotta scan a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. Two hundred five. Oh no, it was uh, oh, it was Shane McMahon put himself in that match. Motherfucker, it was. Uh, how? Okay, don't tell me what happened because oh, I'm gonna watch boy. it probably. Kushida is on two hundred five live. Holy shit, that's awesome. Hey, okay, we have okay. to stop because I don't like spoilers. <gasps> Oh man, why'd you do that I to had me? To. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. This podcast <laughs> is over. We're out here. We out here. Listen to me when I tell you one quick thing, Tony Welchel. We out here. Are we, we out here? Are we? Are we, we out, out there? We out or are we out here? Are we? I can't. Out. I can't recall if we're there or we're here. Is it? Is it here? <laughs> Michael Jackson? We out. We out. <laughs> <laughs>